and the people I encourage you this morning in your Sunday services to bless you, to bless the Sunday services that are running across this nation. I know this is prime time. This is very big prime time in the history of the church because the revival is climaxing in the church and especially in this land. The visitation is awesome today. New creepers walked into your churches using their own feet. Their new feet, less than a week old, beloved people. It was just last Sunday that the Lord gave people new feet in this land. And he gave others new sight. There are people that walk to church today, seeing for the first time, being led, being shown that the way to church is this one here. Uh, walking and seeing with their own eyes, new eyes. And there are many, many, many deaf ears, people that now can hear, learning to hear the words and discern them and make a difference between different words and pronunciations, beginning to hear the gospel of the Lord for the first time today. And there are many lame whose legs were stretched and pulled, I think up to 56, if I remember right, and touched down. And now there are columns, some of them, the columns of the legs were added to the short legs. Now they're able to feed and walk. There are many other conditions. Today is a very powerful service that you are having across this nation, beloved people. And the reason I've decided to come to you this morning is because I wanted to bless you and bless your services. And just to, again, rekindle your memories and remind you that this is a treasure you cannot equate with anything. So I bless all the churches. I'm blessing all the presiding bishops, wherever they are. I bless the senior archbishop, Major General Chaka. And I bless his deputies, the two deputies he has. And then I bless all the other bishops, the presiding bishops in the different regions. And the overseers, the pastors, senior pastors, the evangelists including the ushers, the widows, the orphans, the correspondents, and all the structure in the house of the Lord. I have decided to call this morning to bless you, bless your services, because last Sunday was awesome. It was a historic Sunday when the Lord caused his two prophets to decree from here. And what happened after that is a wonder. Until this day, some of them we heard their writing that when they reached home, is when they realized that their deaf, totally deaf child could now hear. They did not know was already healed from the meeting. So when they reached home, is when they realized could respond to sound. When a door banged, he got shocked. He was shocked like this. So they realized, oh, she hears. And this is a wonder that took place last Sunday, beloved people. Less than a week ago, probably exactly a week, but less than a week ago, because the decree was made at about 1 o'clock, and we are not yet 1 o'clock, we are 9 o'clock. And so, mine is to bless you, and also to emphasize to the nation of Kenya, and the blessed church that the Lord is raising here, the Holy Church, that please don't take this for granted, because you can see right now, as the true servants of the Lord are working with Peru to salvage the massive visitation the Lord has spoken to that land, working with the church in Lima, Peru, to try to rescue their mission, because once the Lord speaks, you know, these two prophets will obey to the letter. That's why they suspended that mission. And uh, right now they are working very, very hard around the clock 
The Lord this night took me to the meeting of pastors taking place there. I could see them talking. They were talking about the massive anointing that the, the, the two prophets of the Lord simply decree and the blind eyes open. I was standing in the meeting there. They could not see me. I was hearing everything the pastors in Lima, Peru are discussing in their organization as they are planning to organize for this new date, for this visitation. So you can see that the Lord is fighting to rescue that mission. And you know that any nation that does not listen to this envoy, that does not listen to the current visitation of God, will not see eternity. That is obvious. Owing to the magnitude and the gravity of this visitation, and owing to how God the Father himself is navigating his two prophets right now globally, you know that every nation must pay attention to this. You cannot make a fatal error of ignoring this. Of ignoring this. And that's why you see, he takes me to the meeting where the pastors in Lima, Peru are meeting. I get to hear, I'm standing there, they can't see me though, but I'm standing there listening to how they're talking. They're saying they're anointing very high. You simply decrease, blind eyes open, and they open. I hear everything as they're planning for the new date, meaning heaven is fighting to rescue the mission for the nation of Peru, that they too may begin to hear this gospel and begin to prepare for the glorious coming of the Messiah, to return to righteousness, to return to holiness, and see this enormous historic end-time revival of the Lord. So, beloved people, why do I bring that to you, Kenya? I bring it in the context that I don't want you to take the visitation you have in the house for granted. And I'm asking that the church leadership, the Archbishop Genochaka, and I think he's going to be confirmed soon as a permanent Archbishop now, and his two deputies, I ask them with all those under them to obey to the letter everything that these two prophets say. If you don't obey... Olewako, or unto you. Because this is an awesome thing. Don't take it for granted, beloved people. Again, why? Because I'm saying, for example, the massive visitation the Lord has promised to Lima, Peru, right now he's working with his two prophets to try to salvage that revival, to try to help that nation, that they too may see this massive move of God and this wave that is cleaning up the church, removing sin from the church, removing deception from the church, removing apostasy from the church, removing immorality from the church, and establishing, re-establishing the gospel of the blood and the cross, the gospel of holiness and righteousness back to the center of the church and to begin to harvest and clean up the land and prepare for the coming of the Messiah. That's why I'm asking you, the church in Kenya, this morning as I bless you, do not fail to obey these two. Don't try to do what Chitun has done. Don't do that. That is tragedy. That is tragedy. Don't do that. Don't, don't ever, don't ever fail to obey these two. Because you can see what happened to Anjoro. You can see now what happened to Litun that the Lord is putting aside now. Don't, don't ever try. Because now you are at a very lofty place. Don't take it for granted, please. The new cripples with new legs walked into church today. The, the blind whose eyes, new eyes, walked into church today. In other words, you are seeing the glory of God inside the house today. This is the high time, the big time for revival. And I'm reading from the Bible here just to help you, those in Kenya. And I know that he has opened in South Korea also. So really, they are part of this conversation. 
But the book of Matthew chapter 18, I'm reading from verse 15 here. And he says, Matthew 18, 15, as I bless you, beloved people, and I'm going to give a final blessing as you enter your main services today. Again, Matthew chapter 18, from verse 15, he says, if your brother sins against you, and go, he says, go and show him his fault. Just between the two of you, if he listens to you, you have won him, you have won your brother over, you won him back. Verse 16 of Matthew 18, he says, but if he will not listen, take two or three others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three, two or three witnesses. Verse 17 he says, if he refuses to listen, if, if he still refuses to listen after you've taken two or three witnesses, if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, treat him as you would treat a pagan or a tax collector. That is very powerful. Then down there it says, whatever, whatsoever you bind on the earth will be bound in heaven too. This is very powerful, beloved people. He is saying this against heedlessness. He said you cannot afford to be heedless. And the same thing is reflected in the book of Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 14. He says, if anyone does not obey our instruction in this letter, take special note of him and do not associate with him. You see that, beloved people. And so, that's why I'm using this to raise to you the church in Kenya, that you are now at big time. The Lord is speaking about the huge Thanksgiving celebration that he showed me already before the healing service last Sunday. He already showed me, I could see Bishop uh, Dr. Cassie Poy there. I even know how he's going to raise his tie. He's going to put on the tie and pull it up in front like this. And I could see people. And the Lord was speaking very powerfully last Sunday. And he said, look, there are many crippled babies and children out there. And then these two prophets were asking the Lord, really? Is that true? Then let us go. Then let us go and raise them. And then the Lord goes with them. And wherever they go, children are raised, seven-year-old, five-year-old cripples. You know, this is very powerful. And you saw how he healed many, many children that were crippled across this land. Two-year-olds, three years, five years, seven years, by one decree, beloved people. And so this is a big time, Kenya, because you can see that the Lord is struggling with other nations, trying to bring them on this path. But for you, you are now on the right path. So please celebrate today. I know today your big celebration service is going. Celebrate each miracle with the treasure. Celebrate each miracle knowing that Haifaniki, it's not happening elsewhere. That this is happening here and the Lord is in the process of recruiting many more nations into this wave of revival. And he's saying, there be zero tolerance. He said, let there be zero tolerance to heedlessness. To this atheist way, atheism, this way of not listening to the Lord when the Lord speaks. He's saying that if you go and speak to him about what he has done wrong against the Lord, and he does not listen, take two or three witnesses, speak to him again. If he does not listen, take it to the church. If he does not listen, treat him like a pagan or a tax collector. 
You know, in Israel at that time, tax collectors were thrown out. They were considered as traitors. And when Jesus related with them, he came to redeem them. But if they now receive Jesus and fail to listen, then how much more should they be outcast? So the Lord is talking about separation from sin, separation from disobedience. So, beloved people, I want to bless your services and encourage you to hold on to what you have. As the Lord uses these two prophets to fight for Lima, Peru, to fight for the Netherlands where we are headed to, to fight for Mexico, to fight for all the nations of the earth that they too may see what you have. So I have blessed your services today. I bless the hill that have walked into your churches today. I bless your children. I bless your family. And all the other churches tuned in from Nigeria, from South Korea, from Angola, from Europa, where the holy altars of God are already established, from Maputo and everywhere. I have blessed all those that have subscribed to this new move of God, repentance and the return to holiness, the preparing of the way deliberately for the glorious coming of the Messiah. So may the Lord bless your services across this land and across all those that are tuned in. And remember that what you have is a treasure. Please hold on to what you've received. How do you hold on to this? By upholding righteousness, upholding holiness, seeking to repentance and the turning away from sin, rebuking sin, rejecting apostasy, rejecting the false prophets, rejecting the false apostles, rejecting apostasy, having zero tolerance to anybody that does not walk with you in the same direction. Anybody that attempts to not listen to this voice here, you make sure you, your position is very clear in this country and, of course, beyond those who are tuned in, like I've read here. To make sure that you preserve the gains and you bring the gains into the bank. I know that thousands and thousands and thousands of new people have joined you today out of the healing service that happened last Sunday. Many, many, many thousands across the country, when they came and saw the power of the anointing of the Lord, decreeing from their residence, not even in the meeting. 84 stadiums gathered, and now the creepers got up, and now when they decreed that now fire leave my hand, left prophetic hand and visit you, and fire visited 84 stadiums at the same moment, instant, 84 stadiums, 84 gatherings. Then many thousands have come to church today. Make sure you preserve the game. Make sure you take them and teach them the vision and the mission of this ministry. That the vision of this ministry that the Lord has sent is tremendous prophet of Malachi. And he has brought him in a tremendous formation that has shocked the world, confounded the wisdom of the theologists, the wisdom of the world, by now presenting the two of them together. And in bringing them, he has brought them with the message of the Messiah is coming. I have seen the Messiah coming. Prepare the way. Return to righteousness. Return back to the gospel of the cross and the blood, the gospel of holiness, without which nobody will see the Lord. Holiness, without which nobody will get to see the Lord. But that is the vision of the, of the ministry. And then the mission of the ministry is that there is a poster in the church. We need to reach out now and bring repentance restoration, reformation, that they may return to righteousness, that the Christian worship experience may be restored with power and the power of the authority of the blood of Jesus. So teach them these things. I know many thousands have walked into your churches. Help them to know that they need to prepare. They need to be righteous. 
They need to make deliberate decision on the matter of a holy Christian living. And so again, I bless you and bless you and bless you and bless you across this land as you have your services. I bless your family. I bless your health. I bless your protection and safety. I bless your provision, your jobs. I bless you with favor wherever you go. I bless your ministries, your revival, that wherever you go, you will exude and grow. You will illuminate this tremendous testimony of the revival of holiness, the revival of righteousness. So I have blessed you in the mighty name of Jesus, so you shall be amen.